When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Dave, are you yeah. ready? Am I ready? Are, are you ready? Because I, I, I've been, you know, I've been hearing all these sports trivia questions being delivered to you, and you were like the almanac of the history book. So I, I have a couple for you. Really? Yes. Are these good questions? I mean, I deem them to be good questions because I feel like I'm going to stump you. All right, let's go. What do you got? Okay. What is the diameter of a basketball hoop in inches. I've heard this. Mm-hmm. Stump number one, win for Jay Will. Uh, I might not know it. Yeah. Do you want the answer? Mm, uh, Rick, you have any idea? This is not a great look for you right now. Well, well I don't know everything. I, it would be a guess. I think it's, I think it's like, is it eight, eight, 18 inches? Oh, Rick! Oh, Rick, way to be on it. The answer is 18 inches. Congratulations. Yes. You get there a car, Rick, walk. Dave, you not so much. You have to walk. Dave, All right. What else next you question. Uh huh. What do you call it when a bowler makes three strikes in a row? I know this. I, I think I know this. Is it, wait, isn't this like a Thanksgiving kind of thing? I don't know. Yes. You tell me, Dave. Yes. I believe it's a turkey. It's a turkey. Oh, this is impressive. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. I have another one for you. How many dimples... Does an average golf ball have? Quick, Dave, flex your butt cheeks. That's not funny. The oh, answer, in flex, fact, would be flex about butt 400, I believe. Is that your final answer? Yes. Do you want to use a lifeline? Nope. Wrong. 336. No, Last no you one. said average. I, I, I'm just, I, I'm, yes, average, 336. You have the body of a golfer. That's not nice. Does I, an, I think four, <laughs> 400 is, I think it's right there. How many dimples does an average golf ball have? 336. Don't yell at me. I'm the host. One last question for you before I go. All right. Are you going to play the where did this guy go to college portion? No. All I'm right, playing my game. Good. All right. All right. Last one. What's the national sport of Canada? I think it's, is it lacrosse? Oh, you are incredible. Yeah. How did you do that? I'm very smart. Because you wanted I me to say smart. you wanted me to say hockey. I and smart. I wasn't falling for your reindeer games. I am I am Rick, I am beyond impressed on Dave. He's a savant, Jay. Yeah, what's what, what okay. I'm baffled. Now you know That's, what it's like to work with a real genius, Jay. Yeah. A genius. Compared you're to what I work sl- with. You're over there slumming it. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder how many questions uh, these questions Max Kellerman can get. Why don't you ask him on the show? Yeah, ask him. Yeah, I think I will. I think I'll ask right. him a couple of these trivia questions. Go- goodbye, Jay. Goodbye, boys. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPNU. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. The app is on your phone already. It's in your pocket. Scroll down to live radio, and you can find us right there. So you, you like what you're hearing, just keep going. You, you take what's with you in your ears. You don't have to be uh, tied down to your car. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We've been playing today, little game, what I thought at the beginning of the season, 
versus what I now know. I thought Geno Smith was a joke. I now know. Joke's on me. Good morning, Key. Good morning, Jay. What's happening there, Max? I don't know. Jay was seem Max? to be having fun uh, talking to uh, DiPietro and Rothenberg just now. Yeah, we were just playing a little sports trivia. Yeah. A little, and, and, and since we're testing everybody's How eyes. How many jipples are on a golf ball? <laughs> is, that a, is that a country club laugh? Is that what you're uh, Hold on, let me, uh, 336? I already told you the answer. No. Well done. You didn't man. tell me the answer. Yeah, I, I said it out loud in front I of you during crosstalk. You heard I didn't it. hear it. All right, I got one for you, Max. Yes, go ahead. Let's start with the easy know. one. Yeah. Are you ready? Yes. Oh, that's it. I win. <laughs> I guy. win. This guy. <clears throat> How long Mm-mm. is a marathon? Uh, 26 miles. Wrong. Point something. Point what? Ah, damn it. Point four. Wrong. 26.2. Yeah, two. That's right, two. Yeah. By the way, you have to be a fool to run a marathon. Go ahead. How many players on a baseball team? 25. Nine. (laughs) No, roster? 25? How many players on a baseball team? Oh, any one? You mean on on an MLB roster? On the field. (laughs) <laughs> yes, nine, Jay, yes. I'm just I'm asking you, these are little questions that you need no answers to. Well, that's, but everyone knows that. That's like, you know, <laughs> how many play you just. But you, you didn't, you answered I did, it, that's, you, you said a baseball it, team. You answered it. You said a team, a team consists yeah, of a bullpen, a, a pitching a staff. A roster. Yeah, a roster. From front to back, the yeah. bullpen, the dugout, yeah. the field. Which sport uses a net, a racket, and a shuttlecock? Jay, let's, this is for children, this show. Let's yes, just it is. Keep it, let's keep it PG. Yes. Your what? final answer. I, I, don't, I don't get into that kind of uh, material, Jay. Why you are you looking answers? like that? Man, what you trying to get a host? It's the job? music. It's the music. You're it's everything about the energy right now. I don't know. Pickleball? I don't know. Badminton. Hmm. You should know this. Badminton, really? Badminton championships coming up. It's not my fault you, you don't know these know answers. It. Pickleball, badminton, same thing to me. Yeah. Me Key, I have one for you. Yeah, what's it? What is it? How many sports were included in the 2008 Summer Olympics? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I'm not even going to sit here and act like I do. I have another one for you. Because when I watch the Olympics, I watch three games. 28. Okay. <laughs> A sporting event is held every year on Memorial Day. What is it? Max, do you have an answer? I don't. I don't. Uh, baseball, yeah, I don't know. Indianapolis 500. Indiana. See, you, you guys think Would you call that game. a sporting event, though? You really? guys think of this game. You're giving me a sport that I really, uh, you know. But a sporting event, the car seems to be doing a lot of the work to me. No, I'm, no, NASCAR the drivers are. I'm not saying, I'm, but, but a sport, you can't really gauge the athleticism of a driver. Last no, one. You have to. You have Last one. To drive. Last one. Strength and all the. the what is the things. only sport to be played on the moon? Golf. Bingo. Yeah. Well done, Max. Because they'd want to show golf. off. Key had no chance. They want to show Key. off the fact that you could hit a ball, uh, you know, 10 miles or whatever You're it is with the gravity. you going to the moon, are you, Jay? <laughs> the mass yes. of the moon so much smaller like than the earth, to, the I, gravitational effect. I would like effect. to go to outer space. Yeah, you should. Would you? I would, I, I, no, would, you I would go to outer space. You yes. really would? Yes. I am a sci-fi person. Every sci-fi movie I'm you into, should. I want to experience You understand that cosmic it's velocity, really meaning every piece of debris is going at an average of 40,000 miles I'm an hour. I'm trying to get as far away from Max Kellerman as possible. If a pebble is Please floating by, it's like a Mars. <laughs> Can we do this show from Mars? Please. <laughs> Try to get as far away from me as possible. <laughs> Smart man. All right. Kind of insulted me, hurt my feelings a little bit. I'm Jerry sorry. Jones says... <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. could look pretty good with the Cowboys. Listen to what he said on 105.3 The Fan. 
we have all the appreciation in the world for what he is as a competitor. Uh, I know that uh, uh, the cowboy star on that uh, helmet, when he puts it on, uh, uh, could look pretty good. We should uh, be aware that uh, he's uh, coming off this injury, uh, but he showed he can do it and do it well last year. My experience has been when we brought a veteran player in, uh, they hit the ground running. I think that you're looking at a player that his experience far outweighs any of that ambiguity involved with uh, uh, how's he going to fit your system. How's he going to fit your system? How does he fit the system? Okay. Perfect. They need a guy like this. I mean, you got, you got Norm Good Brown. Good thing they're getting him, right? I mean, it seems like they're getting him. Yeah, it sounds like you got C.D. Lamb. You got Michael Gallup, Schultz at the tight end, mm-hmm. Pollard, Zeke, Dak. You add OBJ in there to be your three-two-three guy because CD Lamb will eat up most of the doubles until OBJ starts to take off in the mid to mid December, early January, and then they'll start to rotate coverages toward him, and CD Lamb can eat. The only reason why Amari Cooper is not that Amari Cooper couldn't play, Amari Cooper has such a high number that they were not willing to eat twenty million dollars for Amari Cooper this year, where they don't have to pay that to OBJ. You know, OBJ is a fraction of the cost, but going to probably give you the same amount of production. What is that in the NFL key where some guys, the brand gets changed somehow and they're no longer $20 million a year players, even if they, like the reason everyone wants them is we're getting $20 million of value, but we don't have to pay the the freight. Well, it's, it's, well, one, OBJ's hurt. Right. Usually it's injury. He's coming Mm -hmm. off of two, two ACL injuries over the last couple of years. So but when he's been on when the you've field. been bounced around, mm-hmm. it hurts your market value. Mm-hmm. When you bounced around, bounced around, bounced around, it just hurts your market value. He struggled in Cleveland, so people already had somewhat of a certain uh, thought process, vision of who he was. Then he goes to the Rams, he balls out, it raises him slightly, but then he gets hurt. Yeah. So now it's like, well, he's 30 years old, he's hurt. Hey, we can get him for a buck. Right. I'll take him. I'll take him. I'll give that, you two. That's, two and bucks. that's the messed up part about it because there's dudes that are making so much more money than him that will make more money than him and won't even give you half the production. Yes. And, in fact, they're all on the Giants, as a matter of fact. <laughs> does, it, does it make sense for him to – do you bet on yourself coming off two ACL injuries ain't for no a more, year ain't deal? No, ain't no more betting on yourself, though, Jay. It's over with. Just being honest. What do you mean it's over with? As far as that bet on yourself to get more money, that's that's over with because of his age and the injuries. This is we're not talking so, but, about but I, we're I not get, talking about twenty three year old OBJ. Understood, but I'm asking you if if you were OBJ, yeah, would you would you take a year deal? or Would you want more security and take a three year deal? He's got three years to go, really, in his career. He's probably got three solid years if he's healthy, and then at that point they're gonna look at him. Ah, you're thirty four years old. Right? I mean, that's just what it is. When but, you start to get to that 30, in the NFL, it's You're not getting so $80 million. Dollars. Yeah, it's yeah. so different. When yeah. you get to 30, Jay, unlike basketball, when you get to 30 yeah. in basketball, they're like, man, we got another, I think we got another $400 four, four million years, for you. Yeah. When they, you get to 30 in the NFL, they go, see, man, won't you give us some of that 10 back that we gave you last year? See, that's why I think playing for the boys towards the tail end of his career will probably be the best move for him financially and business-wise. Like, OBJ is a brand, right? Like, it's almost like the Jordan brand to a degree. I'm not saying they're the same, but it has that cultural feel towards it. And yep. what better to represent America's team 
than the brand. Look, real talk than the brand of OBJ. If you're talking about transitioning, if somebody's saying, hey, you're not going to make as much money, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm about to be that dude on this team and create the brand Everything, for the next 15 no, he, years. He's going to get money, but just not the money that no, he used to make. But, 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 but Jay is talking about post-career. Yes, man. Like, when I think about Odell Beckham Jr., who had one of the best starts ever in the history of football yeah. to his career, and then got hurt and things didn't happen in this net, but won a Super Bowl and looked like he was on his way to winning Super Bowl MVP, redeemed himself, all this kind of stuff. If he balls out for a couple of years toward the end of his career on the Dallas Cowboys, his, the way we think of him, his status goes from, you know, not a flash in the pan, but he was big in his day to legendary status, right? Mm-hmm. And after his career, Jay, and whatever he wants to do, his star is so big at that point. His star, think about for that. The rest of, for the rest of his life, he has greater financial opportunity. I agree with there, you, there's Jay. Something, there's something about playing in New York and playing for the Dallas Cowboys that if you are good at what you did, you can benefit on that after in your post-career, especially like with the Dallas Cowboys, for instance. When you look at the Dallas Cowboys, once upon a time, and I don't know what OB, I don't know if he wants to get into acting or modeling or whatever the case may be, but once upon a time, there was about eight Dallas Cowboys at once on television. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they did and did this sports commentary, the whole deal. Um, you know, Michael, Troy, Dion, myself, uh, Tony Romo, Moose Johnston. I mean, it's just, you know. It's, it's unreal. Just, every every market, every team, every national show, every network, there's a Dallas Cowboy. Yeah. That, that have, and, and then on top of that, there's opportunities where – there may not be other opportunities outside of television when you're in that marketplace, uh, whether it's in the real estate business, whether, again— He's going to the Cowboys. Come on. It makes all, that's what I'm saying. It makes all sense in the world, Jerry man. Jerry is telling him the same thing I'm telling you. Think about I've this. I've been told that. Think about how many things— recruit me. How many, yeah, things, you know. how many things converge here? Number one, so he's not going back to the Rams, which is going to happen because they're no good. Why go back to a non-playoff contender, right? But So you're looking for a team where you can contend. Cowboys, check. You're looking for a team where you don't have to carry the whole load. Cowboys, check. You're looking for a team who nevertheless needs exactly what you do. Cowboys, check. A big brand to amplify your own brand. Cowboys, check. Uh, I mean, warm weather, check. Proximity to L.A. and Louisiana, where you live, check, check. No, no income, no state no tax. No state income tax. tax, check. I mean, wh- how could it be anything else? Moment. I was going to say, where's Tannenbaum when you need him? <laughs> After all that said, please come to the Giants, Odell. Come on. Never mind what I just said. Just come to the Giants. We need you. I don't know. Ask nah. Tim Hasselbeck. He was a former Giant. Hey, Shaq's house is for sale in Dallas. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. Your small business keeps you on the go. Progressive Commercial Insurance keeps your policy within reach with your, your, their uh, easy-to-use mobile app. Learn more at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Tim Hasselbeck, ESPN NFL analyst, with us now. Morning, Tim. We've been talking about Odell this morning. What, what would he bring to the Dallas offense? No, oh, I mean, he would help them just, I guess, in a lot of ways, just from the standpoint of his talent. And because of the way that that offense is structured with, you know, truthfully, a couple of other, you know, relatively talented wide receivers, you know, I think that he would find himself in situations where he's got good matchups, and because they have a quarterback that's good at distributing the football, um, you know, from a talent perspective, there's no question that he would help them you know, a lot. 
When do you think, though, the need to get him up and going, Tim, should Hmm. be? Should they sign him now and get him acclimated to what their, you know, what the system is, get him in the building? Or could they wait, you know, several more weeks? I I think they could wait a few more weeks. I mean, here we are kind of at the beginning of November. Um, The reason you would sign him is not because you think you're going to win a playoff game. I mean, the reason you sign him is because you think he maybe helps you win a Super Bowl. And so with that, I would say that, um, you know, as we got closer to Thanksgiving, I think you could still do it. I mean, obviously, the earlier, the better. But, you know, I, I guess the question ends up being, you know, if you're if you're Odell, truthfully, between, you know, just kind of the knee and the rehab and the patience, it's probably helped you because, you know, I heard you guys, you know, talking, uh, you know, before I came on, I think Max, you said it like waiting has helped him. Look, he, he could be at the the Rams right now, which is not where you would want to be. And so the fact that, uh, you know, was he wasn't too eager to just say, Hey, hey I'm going to go ahead and do something with a team that he was familiar with and, and probably wanted them back. Um, like that, that would not be where you want to be playing, you know, here in the middle, you know, beginning the middle of November. Tim, I want to switch gears to what's happening out right now in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. What's your take from somebody who's played the position on why it hasn't worked with Aaron Rodgers in the Packers situation? I think there's a couple of things at play here. I don't think there's any question that there have been elements where young receivers uh, or new receivers just haven't you know, played at the level that, that other guys that have played there with Aaron have played. So there's a game a couple of weeks back, for example, like Romeo Dobbs was targeted, um, I believe, five times in the game, four or five times in the game, and they were all on critical downs, third and fourth down. They didn't connect a single time. You know, a lot of teams will, will chart, uh, you know, target to completion percentage, just basically like, all right, when we throw to this guy, do we complete it? Like, and so there are guys that have underperformed in that area. Um, and so that's, that's been real. But, look, that does not absolve Aaron from responsibility in terms of how accurate he has been, decisions that, that he has made. And I, I would just say this, Jay, well, like when, if you look at the last four years, nobody has dominated the NFL from a quarterback position the way over that time span, the way that Aaron Rodgers has like a touchdown to interception ratio that we've never seen before over that stretch. It's been remarkable. And so, you know, I'm not saying this from the standpoint of like, Hey, Aaron Rodgers stinks, but the reality is he's not playing at that level that we saw him playing at where he was dominating the NFL. In fact, you just look at the game against Detroit this last weekend, all three of those, um, you know, interceptions that he throws against the lions, you know, are really quarterback error you know, not something else that happened on the play where, you know, it, it kind of, you know, trapped the quarterback into making a bad decision to throw. Like those were plays that he typically makes. And, and I think the play around him, you know, and I think his play has made it look as bad as it's looked so far. Tim Hasselback, ESPN NFL analyst, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, Jay Will, and of course I can't leave out Max. Um, Tim, your professional eyes, what you see, not what the mathematical deal is, but what you see. Are the Green Bay Packers done? Are the season over for them? Should they, should they start calling the storage facility and the moving trucks? Hmm. 
Yeah, I think I think they're done um, because when I look at them, I don't know where the connection is going to happen. I, I don't think mm-hmm. that you know. I think all of us can probably say like we've we've watched offenses this year and we look at them and we say, you know what, they look disconnected, and I, like where's the help coming from? And so, like when I look at Green Bay, like that's what I think. I look at Green Bay and I'm like, well, well where? Like how how is this changing? So it's like we just see something completely different from the tight end and receiver group and the quarterback. I, I don't see I don't see it happening. And so, look, could we see the quarterback play better? I want to believe that because I've seen it so many times. But I haven't seen the re- the guys that are in the receiver group. I haven't seen them do it. Like I thought Amari Rogers was going to be a great player. I thought Amari Rogers was going to be a better version of Randall Cobb. He hasn't been, you know. And I and I think mm-hmm. that. You know, it, it's easier to get worse than better receiver. Uh, you just look at hit rate on first round receivers. Like it just, that, that's a real thing. And so, uh, look, ask the Tennessee Titans. Like it just, that's a position that I think is hard to get better at. And they have not played well. And I don't see them getting better. Yeah. I, I hear you. Kirk Cousins is seven and one. And I want to ask you this, Tim. Is he a top 10 quarterback right now, today? in the National Football League because Max Kellerman has him sitting at 16. 15. No, 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 16. 16. 15. You had Jacoby Brissett out. I know, but I took Brissett out. No, you can't I got talked out of it. I did it. All right, whatever. Good, 16. I'll put Trevor Lawrence in there. Good. Is he? I mean, uh, listen, I I don't have my, you know, my my list in front of me right now, but, like, if you're talking about Trevor and Brissett being better than him, like, Ah, what are you watching? I I just, I I feel like there's been this uh, momentum on Kirk Cousins. Don't be polite with him, Tim. I feel like there's been this momentum on Kirk Cousins for a long time, you know, that, and I think some of it had to do with people were originally turned off by like the three-year, $84 million contract. And they're like, wait a second, what? He's worth that. He's making more money than this player. Kirk Cousins can play the position at an extremely high level. I'm going to just say it right now. Kirk Cousins is good enough to win a Super Bowl. Kirk Cousins would make a lot of teams better. Washington would be in a far better place as a franchise if they just would have paid Kirk Cousins. To me, I don't get why, you know, there's this, uh, you know, this feeling on Kirk that he's some type of liability. There are a lot of teams that would trade hey, their t- quarterback t- for t- Kirk Cousins. It's more than half of the league for sure. Timmy, let me run off the list really quick for you. So he has 16 of them, starting with the obvious, right? Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Yep. He got Tua at third, Jalen Hurts at four. This year, this is this, this year. This year, this right now. Yep. Jalen Hurts at four, Lamar Jackson at five, Geno Smith at six, Justin Herbert at seven, Joe Burrow at eight, Dak Prescott at nine, Justin Fields at ten. This is when I stopped ordering them. Basically. Ja- oh, don't don't go <laughs> there. True. Jacoby Brissett at eleven. I take him out. Marcus Mariota. Yep, Mariota at twelve. Now, mind you, Tom Brady at thirteen. Jimmy Garoppolo ahead of Kirk Cousins at fourteen. Easy. Daniel Jones. Slightly ahead of Kirk Cousins at 15, <laughs> but below Jones better than Kirk but Cousins. below Justin Fields, and then Kirk Cousins pulling up the rear at 16. Daniel Jones better than Kirk Cousins. But you got him hey, at 15. I'd take him in a second over Kirk Cousins. In a second. Hey, listen. Bigger, the, faster, younger. 
throws it just as well. Will the, you let this man go? The energy in Key's voice is how I feel. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I would change is I take Brissett out and I change the order of some of them. But I think he's the 15th. You got Tom Brady at hey. 13. Tom Tom Brady better than is who's be, who'd rather have Tom Brady or Kirk Cousins? You got Justin well, Fields. It's at not 10. you got Tom Brady at thirteen. Yeah, he but this be year, no, I'm, I'm basing it on this year. He struggled a lot. He's had some issues. Okay, he yeah. lost a little weight. I agree, so, but just based there on this go. year, based on this. By the way, if you swap Kirk Cousin out with the Washington franchise, they don't have enough. To, he needs a lot around him. You no, know, he's been. What he means is they've been searching for a quarterback since he left. Oh yeah, well that's true. Uh, that's clear, clearly true. Yeah. I just like like to me. I look at. Like, are we sure that that Justin Herbert's been like, hey, yep. we're going to have him way up here? Really? Yep. Listen, yeah, I, I love I'm Justin Herbert. He's been playing anybody. through barbecued ribs. By the way, they got, Tim. what, five wins on the season? He's been playing through barbecued ribs Tim, and injuries I'm, everywhere. He got I'm five wins. You, Tim. But by I the way, am not I, ready I, to anoint people that fast. But by the way, Max, at the beginning of the year, we said if they don't make the playoffs, I, no more excuses. I'm with it, Jay. So I'm with I, it. I'm staying by it. Name one thing Kirk Cousins does as well as Justin Herbert. Win? No, he's on a, he's on a better team. Come on, stop. They're healthy. <laughs> Whose voice was that? Right. But listen, like you could say, like what? What does he? I mean, he makes really good decisions. He 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 operates the boot game probably as well as anybody in the NFL. People can say what they want about Kirk Cousins in terms of look. Does he have the arm that that Mahomes or Allen or Herbert or those guys have? Of course not. He does not. But Kirk Cousins, in terms of like courage in the pocket, throwing through static and people around you. I would argue that he has done that as well as anybody. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think he's, he's a top good. half quarterback, barely. He's I agree. A, he's good. Yeah, he's not. He's mid pack. He's a mid pack quarterback. You can have him a little higher or lower, but he's not top ten. Is my point. That is the great Tim Hasselbeck, ladies and gentlemen, ESPN NFL analyst. Riled him up. Riled Key up this morning. Who else? Ky- <laughs> Marcus hey, thanks, Mariota thanks, had twelve. Mar- Mariota's had a better year so far than Kirk Cousins. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. ESPN Radio. Charles Grantham, former executive director 
of the NBA, of the NBPA from 88 to 95 is with us now. Good morning, Charles. Good morning. How are you? What's up, Charlie? How you doing this morning? Good. How you doing? I'm doing very good. So, Charles, you and I have known each other for a very long time. I, I wanted to kick this thing off by asking you, if you were running the Players Association right now, how would you advise Kyrie Irving to move forward considering this, this situation? Well, I mean, I think, uh, you know, we've, been, we've sort of been here before, back in the 80s when it was perceived that uh, the NBA was too black, uh, we had a drug issue, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So what the, the challenge for leadership now is how do we face this potential uh, outside force here that could negatively impact our business? So, I mean, in the backdrop of all this, they're also trying to negotiate a new collective bargaining agreement. So the, the NBA Players Association, of course, can appeal and probably likely will appeal. However, I will say this, that the, there's no one better at uh, forward thinking than, than Commissioner Adam Silver. So the, the question of collaboration as to how these parties work together in an environment that could impact your business is extremely important. So going forward, I would suspect that the conditions that are being outlined by the, by the Nets uh, after meeting with uh, Adam Silver, I think there will be some collaboration there. There could be some some movement. Uh, so the, the the point is here, guys, that uh, racial issues are always very, very, very challenging, but can be done. I mean, you know, I had the fortune, of the, the very good fortune of, of meeting Nelson Mandela back in the 90s uh, at the end of apartheid. And his point was he could change the world with sports. And, you know, there are people that were very doubtful. However, the U.S. the rugby world championships were played in uh, South Africa or going to be in the next couple of years. He took an all-white rugby team into the black community of Soweto. And over a three-year period, when they finally had the championships, he had an integrated audience of thousands of people. So the, the question is, how do the leadership, because we're often – measured by how we how we deal with uh, conflict. Is, is it a collaboration? Uh, is, do we cooperate here and, and try to move forward? Uh, the NBA has is, is built for that, the, the, the coalition that they've created. So I expect that the parties will somehow get together to advance the ball here for both Kyrie and the community. Charles Grantham, former executive director of the MBPA from 88 to 95 with us on Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio. Uh, Charles, do you think that it's possible, or would you, as part of an argument to the league, say something along the lines of, look, if the point is to create better understanding, etc., what you don't want to do is be overly burdensome in terms of um, meeting out some kind of requirements for Kyrie because there's a backlash effect, right? Like people start to feel like someone's being told what to do, it's not fair, and, and the very issue that you want to sensitize a group of people to, they become more you, you're kind of dug in about, right? In this case, it would be uh, these, some of these anti-Semitic tropes, which include, by the way, control of the media and these sorts of things. Would that be an argument that you might make to the league to say, look, we want greater understanding, but the way you're handling this at the moment may lead to something that, you know, a, a counterproductive result? 
I, I, I sort of somewhat agree here. This is a, an attitude versus action question. Uh, what is the action you take to hopefully over time change attitudes? So, so from the standpoint that you can't go overboard here on these restraints or the recommendations that are making here. So I think there'll be some adjustment there. So from, uh, from, from, this, from that standpoint, you're absolutely right. Attitudes, actions. There are actions that can be taken that obviously going forward will have an impact on this collaborative idea that I talk about. And uh, I think that's where I, I see the NBA moving. Charles, when people talk about Kyrie Irving just retiring and not playing basketball anymore, do you think that's actually something that could come to fruition? Well, now we're talking about something different. We're, we're talking now about how do all of these things affect the marketplace for his skill and his talents? And I think once he becomes a free agent, obviously there are certain conditions that will probably not exist that could have existed prior to all of this uh, issue here. So the market will determine, will he sign a long-term contract somewhere else? Will he have a non-guaranteed contract that will be guaranteed based on certain uh, meeting certain uh, obligations on the way? Uh, so th that is sort of a ticklish question right now. I don't think he's going to retire, and I think there will be someone that will give him a solid opportunity because he's got some good years left for him to play professional basketball. Charles Grantham, ladies and gentlemen, former executive director of the NBPA from 88 to 95. Thank you for joining us this morning. All right, Charlie. Thank you, guys. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, 
give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Media. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, the ESPN app. Key J. Kyrie Yo. Irving met with uh, NBA Commissioner or meets with NBA Commissioner Adam Silver. If you were Kyrie... So here's the five – there's not just a five-game suspension without pay, right? Here were six requirements laid out for Kyrie that he has to fulfill before he can return to the team. One is apologize and condemn the film he promoted. Make a $500,000 donation to anti-hate causes. That's two. Three, complete sensitivity training. Four, complete anti-Semitism training. Five, meet with the ADL – that's the Anti-Defamation League – and Jewish leaders – and six, meet with team owner Joe Sy to demonstrate an understanding of the situation. Now, it seems to me that from meeting with Joe Sy in the past, Joe Sy came away from the meeting thinking, this guy so doesn't get it, I want to meet with him again after he's done certain things so, I can, so he can at least understand what we're talking about here because either we have you know, incompatible views here about something that is you know, important or... He just doesn't understand it. So that's my read of the situation. But the way it comes across is that, wait a minute, how many hoops does a dude have to go through? Like as soon as you hear sensitivity training, you're like, what kind of corporate box checking thing is this ridiculous, right? Um, where, can, what can would I, you do if you were Kyrie? Real, before yep. you ask me that question, do you feel like his apology is sufficient for you in order for him to come back and play? I've already talked about this, Jay, but I'll say it again for those who didn't yes. hear. Um, I am satisfied that Kyrie said what you really want to know when someone does something like this, because people are complex and they may they may like, a, a, for example, in Kyrie's case, a pro-black message without the emphasis being on the anti-Jewish message. Right. Or Ashkenazi Jewish, whatever you want to call it. It means white Jews. Right. It it may be that that's just a, a part of it that's not disqualifying for him. Right. Or he's not even that aware of it because that's not what he's focused on. My point is. If I were promoting some whatever it was, and there and part of the collateral damage in my promotion is anti-black stuff, I just wouldn't do it. And if it was pointed out to me that I did, I'd be like, "Ooh, I'm sorry about that. I wouldn't do it." But but what you yeah. really want to know when yeah. someone does something with, that Kyrie does is where are you coming from? Some kind of level of contrition? At, no, no, we're not contrition. Where are you coming from? What Kyrie then said was, "Look, I don't hate anybody." I'm sorry to Jewish people who, who felt a certain, like a way about that. So for me, I'm satisfied. And to me, it's time to turn the page. That's, I, in other words, I, I, said, I said, I accept your apology, right? Let's move on. And if you keep grilling him about it, he won't always apparently be able to articulate his position in a way that satisfies or, people. Or, or maybe he's just tired of being grilled. Yeah, but even before, so, well, before that, it was like he was getting... So, Max, I think this is where there's an opportunity, right? Yeah. Because I think we hear about racial tropes, and I think this is... We have an opportunity for an exchange of information. Here's how I feel that people in the black community feel, 
right? So when there's a history of other things that have occurred in this country, Sarah Silverman doing blackface and Howard Stern saying the N-word, things that have gone on, it doesn't feel like those people, even though they've given an apology, right, it, it feels like that's all they had to do in order for the rest of the world to move on. Not saying that people didn't forget, but it was like, okay. And in the black community, we're like, well, wait, wait a second. Like that, that's, that doesn't feel like that's enough for us, but that's what society tells us should be enough. And we're supposed to accept that and move forward. So when we see these lists of things that Kyrie's supposed to jump through all these hoops to do, we're like, well, damn. Like, we're not asking other people to meet with the Black National Caucus or do sensitivity training. It just doesn't feel like there's equal weight or accountability on both sides there. And that, that makes people frustrated and angry about it. I don't, but is that, is that our fault, though, for not asking for those things? Well, that's what we, we need. Be, we need to start doing that. You're exactly need to right, be Keith. Asking You're for exactly those right. things in meeting with us and in, in understanding how we feel, opposed to just brushing it off and saying, well, "Okay, well, the guy was he lost his job, he was fired." Okay, yeah, that may be the case, but before he even gets another job, he needs to be sitting down with some of our leaders and getting educated on how we feel from a sensitivity standpoint, and donating to some of our guys, black causes that's out there. Guys, that's you see on it, us. You see it as a, a kind of black-white issue. But it sounds well, I mean, that way. Like, it sounds no, that no, way. No, 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 no. I think it's just you, you, you were able to provide me through a, a perspective through a different lens considering your background. And I think it's the same. So, so, it's like, so let me it's tell you, let me tell you about that. Ground. The reason I bring that up is this is not, to me, about the fact that Kyrie is black. This is the fact, this is the anti-Semitism of it. Now, let me explain what I mean. If he were white, if he was a white player and, and, did, and did what he said, I wouldn't be from, from Negroes to Hebrews, right? It would be something else. But let's say it was, it was something, source material that quoted Adolf Hitler favorably about some kind of wisdom about Jewish people, right? If all these things were required of that white player to come back, I'd be okay with it. Right. I would say after a certain point, like, OK, wait, the player apologized. Let's move on. But I wouldn't I don't think this is about black, white. What I think it's about. And this is something that I said during when people were talking about Black Lives Matter I was on first take. And I said, look, black life has always been cheap in this country and it's time it starts getting more expensive. Right. Like you, you, you can't like we people should be treated justly and fairly and like human beings. And that has not been true for in the history of this country about black people. But now let me tell you something as a Jewish person that you may not be sensitive to, but is 100 percent part of Jewish history. The when the world gets more illiberal, meaning less tolerant generally, which has happened around the world in the last, you know, five, six years, um, authoritarian governments on the rise, et cetera, including in this country. The, the target from both the right and the left, black and white, the Jewish experiences, it comes back to anti-Semitism. That's the one area where everyone kind of... So as a Jewish person, when you see something like this, you go, oh, I see. We're being scapegoated. And, when you're, and, and that is like classic anti-Semitism. So whether Kyrie were black or white, these measures may be taken because while it's natural knee-jerk to see it as a black issue, this is the way a black player gets treated. What, what, would a white person have to do this if he insulted black people, etc.? But if a, if, if a white person did what Kyrie amplified something that anti-Semitic or that anti-Jewish, white-Jewish, whatever you want to call it, these steps may also be taken. And if, and if they weren't, I'd, you know, but, or if they weren't, it would be like, Max, these steps though? are not from the NBA. Yeah. They're from Joe's side. Yes, agreed. Right? So the, the, that's... 
that's another deeper level to this considering like it's like it's almost like hypocritical to a degree like we're going to do all but that's a separate argument now now you're shifting I, I, to a different I, I, argument I, I, well, which no, it may be valid I, but because if it was the NBA that registers for everybody Body. this is from Joe side we don't know if it registers for everybody mm-hmm. because it's from the owner mm-hmm. there's a difference there if, as far as I'm concerned and I don't know Max you you Accept the apology. I think I've heard him apologize a bunch yeah, I'm over a period time of time. to turn the page. So it's time to turn yeah. the page. I thought I seen somewhere where he, them and the Brooklyn Nets both gave a half a million dollars to donation, and then his half a million wasn't accepted. But that was after, I think, they wanted to accept it, and then when they heard him talk. These press conferences, we play you snippets, right? But as you hear it more, he says things that makes people think, wait, he doesn't get it still. But here, here's but, what I would say, though, Max. Can I say something quickly yeah, about that? Yeah. To me, it's not important that he gets every nuance about anti-Semitism. The main thing I want to know from Kyrie is, where are you coming from, man? And once he says, I look, he I don't hate anybody. Already. He already right. said that. This is what I'm saying. Once he says, look, this is where I'm coming from. I don't hate anybody. I'm trying to be pro-black, not anti-anything else. I apologize for anyone I offended with he, it. He's done to that. me, I accept the apology. Time to he, turn the page. He, he's done that. It's hard for me to, if he's done that, it's hard for me to sit here and understand how come the Brooklyn Nets and the organization, the owner, doesn't see that or understand or accept that. Why are you trying to do something different with Kyrie and this six uh, things that requirements for him to come back to the team or be back on it? If I'm Kyrie at some point, I'm going to be like, yo, man, you might want to try to move me because this is a lot. This really is. I've apologized a million one times. Now it seems like it's just so personal that you're going after me. It is personal because it's it's a combination of the pandemic it's a combination of a lot of other things that have occurred. It feels personal. It's been conflated. His, and stu- his stubbornness, his stubbornness, and his not wanting to, to to be told what to do is being conflated with anti-Semitism. It's two different and, things. And he got wrapped up with Kanye at the same time. Yes, yes. If this had happened at all, at all, yeah. no. Yeah. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Much more coming up. ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.